Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on. I no. pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. You know, we don't. You know, that's racist. It's been called racist now. Oh, I know. Everything's racist. You are the only person in the world that's not racist. Thank you. I'm glad you recognize that. You're the, uh, you're the woke one among I'm us. the antithesis of racism. <laughs> all right. Well, on that. That note, welcome on board, everybody. We start out with a little baloney, and uh, we only add to it uh, from there. So, so you think I'm a racist? No, no. You said no. I was full of baloney. Well, I said you're the most, the least racist person ever. I think, or something like that. But have uh, you ever heard me speak ill of anybody because of the color of their skin, their race, or their religion? Ever? All I the years you've known me. What did I hear you say last week? Taliban, 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 something like making fun of a local group in Afghanistan. Oh, yes, that's terrible. That How racist is I'm just, that? <laughs> I'm just saying. Making fun of olive-skinned people's the groups. The Taliban, as Joe Biden, or President Biden That's a really it. common pronunciation. And it's wrong. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, yeah, I didn't know that. I, I don't even know the right way to say it. It took me a better part of a half a century to learn how to say Iran correctly. So, What were you saying? Iran. 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 Right. I hear that one a lot. Iran. Oh, did you? I walked. It's Iran. So. Okay. Well. At least the Iranian. That's what the AP says. Someone or, from Iran is an Iranian, not an Iranian. Hmm, that's ironic. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's irony here. Oh, there's plenty of that. Lots of irony. Get out the irony board. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you are so funny. Let's press on. If I think we should. If that's okay. <laughs> All right. 1-800-795-9565. There's a reason it's an open line. 1-800-795-9565. Yeah, involved in all of this? <laughs> yeah, why kill yourself, you know? Remember the opening page of the Mad Magazine? It always showed Alfred E. Newman, like, at the bottom of the ocean with chains that he had tied around his <laughs> arm because he didn't. He had to go out every year, every month, and get his new issue of Mad Magazine. It said, why kill yourself? Subscribe to Mad Magazine. Oh, okay. So, and then you know, the next time it was him tied to the back of a horse being drugged. No, to I did store. subscribe for many years. Yes. So, all right. So, anyway, all the way back around to one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can email us at on the market com as one individual has done, and you can text us at seven zero two three six. Include the keyword OTM. So uh, we'd love to hear from you in any of those uh, various fora on the market sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do check them out at uh, sunburymotors.com. So, uh, yeah, check in now. Now is the time to do so. Uh, as for news, uh, Joe Biden strategically held his Afghanistan update yesterday at a, after the Sunday morning shows, but 
before the Monday morning uh, And you notice everything pundits. is always before 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Before 4. That's right. After uh, that, he sundowns. Okay. Oh, I see that he's not as sharp as he would be. I saw. Did you happen to see a video? Somebody well, he was on at 4 o'clock last week. Well, that must have been the outside limit. Right. Yeah, he was on the... Okay. <laughs> but there, there was a video that was posted over on the Internet of uh, President Biden walking toward the Oval Office through the Rose Garden with a Secret Service agent in front of him and one behind him. And when they res- got to the point where the path, the concrete path, split off and headed to the Oval Office, the and then on the other side of that was grass, you know, so it was like an L intersection. And uh, the Secret Service agent who was ahead of the president pointed down that concrete <laughs> path, like, go in there. <laughs> and That's then your he, office. Then he walked on up the yard, uh, the lawn, and turned and came back through the portico, and Biden followed him. Mm. And the the Secret Service agent behind was looking like, what? <laughs> well, I think what he did was he pointed over there to say that was the old entrance. We used to go in that way. Now we're just going to walk through the lawn mm-hmm. and then go in around the portico. What did he actually say, though, when he pointed there? Well, nothing. You couldn't hear the audio. It was just mm. you, you saw him you gesturing like right this way, Mr. <laughs> President. <laughs> Maybe Joe didn't know. Well, we Joe and I kind of equally uh, pick on Joe Biden sometimes. But uh, uh, given the situation that he got uh, from the Taliban, Ben, we can honestly say that in terms of what has happened lately in Afghanistan, it is... But he's getting it from both sides. Right. You know, our friend E.B. here Everybody's says, critical of the debacle. Oh, except E.B. E.B. says, I know criticizing Democrats is the basic point of on the mark, but I'd like to take a minute to remind your listeners that wait, Donald wait, wait, Trump... Wait, 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 That is not the point of on the mark. No, I know it's not. It's to give people an open mic. In any event, this is E.B.'s opinion, okay, and, and right. he's entitled to it, wrong though it may be. So it started out by saying, He thinks he knows. (laughs) Never mind. Just go ahead. I know criticizing Democrats, in my opinion, is the basic point of on the mark. But I'd like to take a minute to remind your listeners that Donald Trump lifted sanctions on Afghanistan and freed 5,000 Taliban prisoners, including the man who is now their leader. What did America get in return? Nothing. So when you do the daily dose of Biden bashing, please remember that the orange idiot bears a lot of responsibility for what's happening right now. And let's also recall that Republicans... Republicans thought it was a great idea when Trump wanted to pull our troops out of Afghanistan, but now that Biden has done it, they suddenly think it's horrible. What hypocrisy! Of course, conservatives conveniently ignore these facts because the cult leader must be protected at all costs. And of course, EB sees absolutely nothing that Biden has done wrong. He's just been so wonderful through all this, and it's it's Donald Trump's fault. Trump's been out of office for what six months? Well, Trump I... isn't the one who ordered the troops out before they uh, took down the uh, or, before you know, the people, let, were before people were out. I mean, it wasn't him, E.B. Come on. Well, yeah, and I think uh, the, the issue came up, and I saw this on some of the Sunday shows. Okay, so it started to fall about apart a couple weeks ago, and it was obvious that the momentum was gathering in favor of the Taliban. What was done properly or improperly after that? And, and to a person, even people who were from the Biden administration kept saying, as things devolved, we continued to handle things in a manner that really wasn't ideal. So, having said all of that, of course, Biden's a one-termer. He's just 
just a placeholder because we had to get rid of President Trump. Unfortunately, loss of life has followed this one. Same with the uh, U.S. southern border crisis that uh, hasn't been resolved. But uh, well, they're pouring over there. So right. So he's, he's got big issues. So uh, and did you see that? And I'm sure E.B. will be appalled at this. His approval rating is down now to 49 percent and 48 percent disapprove. Well, I did see that, and this is the bad part. Um, that most Americans cannot name a single major thing that President Biden did that was ideal or close to ideal or that they really strongly agree with or that uh, was uh, was handled well, and even if they disagree with it. You know, the issue of compromising on the climate infrastructure bill irritated his base. So uh, they can't list that as one of Biden's accomplishments now. All right, well, we got I don't think you're ever going to find anything that 100 percent of the people agree on. No. You know, I think he's... I think I'm not he's, saying that, but I, if you lose your base on climate, Joe Biden loses his base on climate, Joe. He's lost it on a lot of things. Maybe I have to say that slow. <laughs> to you. All Would right. you please? We got one caller standing by and the two coming in, so uh, we'll start out with Bobby D., who is a member of the Board of the Directors of the Northumberland County But we Fair. do not promote events on this show. This is for oh. issues. Now he's talking about agricultural issues. Aren't you, uh, Bobby? Uh, basically, the, uh, the, like I say, the fair has been around for over uh, uh, 20 years, and uh, what I wanted to point out was the uh, local farmers uh, got together and cash Bresgold Sr., and uh, was was one of them, uh, you know, who came up with the that you know, since there are other fairs around, why not start one in uh, Northumberland County? All right. Well, wasn't it around the turn of the? Oh, oh sorry about that. And Bobby, you there? Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Wasn't it around the turn of the century that a fair got started? Yes. yes. Okay. Almost uh, about, uh, in fact, uh, I'm going to say the year 2000. Well, but over the, the turn of the century. Turn, ex, ex, excellent point, but that's not. And you the do turn. remember that we don't promote events on this show. <laughs> All right, okay. well, yeah, Northumberland right. County. I was listening to uh, Sunrise earlier, and uh, you know, I heard the uh, the guests in that. So I said, "Well, I have the time that I can uh, do do things before I really get busy out here." I just wanted to. Call oh, you're out at the fairgrounds and, uh, and, okay. and uh, elaborate. Okay, right. thank, thank you, sir. You. Really appreciate the call. Thanks for checking in. I didn't get a chance to put these calls on uh, to talk to these. So this particular caller. Please just stand by one second. And this one, go right ahead. You are on the mark. Good morning. This hey. is Stan, by the way. Hey, buddy. <laughs> you, you, you having phone issues again? Uh, <laughs> I don't seem to have a producer. Well, moment. yeah, because we got a <laughs> meltdown across the hall. That's. Uh, but Rob is back. He's doing his work, so we appreciate it. All him. right. We appreciate his presence yeah. all the time. But anyway, that doesn't... Uh, Stan called in to say he wants to help any way he can with the computer dilemma up the hall, right? <laughs> Blown up. <laughs> no, I like to blow computers up. I don't like to fix them. <laughs> they usually doesn't end well with me if I touch a computer too hard. Okay, what's well, uh, cooking? But uh, <laughs> uh, as far as you know, EB saying that uh, what, what did he say that Biden wanted to pull? Uh, he know, said the Trump. No, no. He said he said that uh, nobody else did, or he the said, Republicans like, didn't. Is he, that said, what he said I, he said I'd like to take a minute to remind your listeners that Donald Trump lifted sanctions on Afghanistan and freed five thousand Taliban prisoners, including the man who is now their leader. What did America get in return? Nothing. Uh, I think the leader, from what I understanding, is is the guy that was in Gitmo, and uh, he was released by Obama for in trade for Bergdahl. Uh, he was a leader, but not the leader. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. He's I mean, well, there was five of them that were released down there, if I remember right. Yeah, they and they're all hundreds. back in the fight now, right? Hundreds, yep, hundreds. 
Yeah, well, you know, it, it, however that is. But it is, you know, Trump wanted to take the military out, too, but he wanted to do it smart. You know, get the people out first, you know, the ones that, the civilians, the ones that aren't armed, and the ones that can't defend themselves, and that, get them out first, and then, you know, get the uh, equipment out that they were going to take out, destroy the rest, and then take the military out. Wouldn't that be the smart thing to do? But uh, our fine president that's in charge right now, he decided to do exactly the opposite. So you're, saying he's, you're saying he's mishandling this? Him and, his, him and his military leadership, yes. Okay, and across and that's the board. That's what I'm saying. Well, and I don't know anything about the military, but everybody keeps saying that you should do it in the winter when everybody doesn't fight as much. So that well, there is a fighting helpful. season over there that's fairly well defined. A fighting season. But I think that what, what bothers me the most is that everybody knows how you put, every military person knows how you handle a withdrawal. And it isn't the way this was done. And Biden, I think, honestly wanted to be out by the September 11th date so that he could say, see, I'm the one that got us out of this mess. And and now it's <laughs> yeah, a bigger mess. Yeah, he got us deeper in a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and, and, my, and I did see this. Now, I don't know if it's 100% true, because it was on the Internet, of course, that the State Department, when they get to the airport, you know, get to the airport, they're being required to uh, sign a, a fiduciary note that they will pay back the government two thousand dollars for their flight out of uh, out of Afghanistan. I heard that report too that it was that they're not free. But now I understand that President Biden did lift that, and that they are now getting out of there for free. I heard that well, story. I, I, I would hope so because it's kind of the you know the the U.S. government's fault that these people are in the position that they're in. You know they probably I don't know if they were warned to get out early. Don't know that. I'll say that out front. But if they weren't. And then they left all this stuff go. A lot of them went in there on the government, uh, you know, dual. You know, they were paid to go in there to do whatever they were paid to do for the government, contractors or whatever. And you got the State Department people and all those. They were paid by the government to go there. And they were probably given tickets to go there by the government. And now they wanted to charge them to get out under <laughs> extreme circumstances. That's not uh, kosher, in my opinion. I think if we're going to do that, we should charge the people coming across the border. When we take them into custody, they should pay for their services, their food, their <laughs> lodging, are... everything else. If, they, if we're going to charge the Afghani people, we ought to charge those coming across illegally. Well, well, that's the thing. I don't think they were charging the Afghans that they were bringing out. It was just the American citizens. Oh, I thought they were charging every. I heard they were charging everybody that they, they called those flights. They had a specific name for those flights. And apparently they had to be paid for. They weren't. They were commercial. They weren't governmental sponsored. But then I think President Biden did rescind that. At least that was the story I heard. Yeah, my understanding was just the American citizens had to pay. But I could be wrong about that. <laughs> just saying they don't put enough information out there. But for anybody to have to pay because of the malfeasance and, 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 and terrible job that the government's doing, I'm sorry, doesn't happen. And, what, and you're right, Joe, compared to what's going on at the southern border, that's just freaking insanity. Right. I think so. All right. We got now, you, Stan. Thank now, you. So now, Mark, one word, Mark. Hurry up. You started to show off saying about racism. You do know, realize that if everything is racist, nothing is racist. Okay, I'm just going to put that out there. Right, and it's the soft bigotry of low expectations. I got you. Well, well, that's a lot. But, you know, if, if everybody's being called a racist, 
then how can anything be racist? Excellent point. Well said, Stan. Thank you so much for calling in. Thanks, Thank Stan. You. Thanks, Stan. All right. We'll take the next caller, and then we'll take the break. Go ahead, Than. Good morning. I, I have a question about this uh, exit from Afghanistan. And I went back and looked at the footage from Vietnam when we escaped from there. Uh, Gerald Ford said, we're pulling out. We pulled out. We were chased out. They were shooting at us as we left. Do you remember that? Uh, I remember the hell not that not they were shooting aspect. us. I remember the helicopters taking off from the roof of the embassy. But you do, so that's satisfactory. Well, that's okay. And the Vietnamese were coming after us. Oh, we and left. are you now in favor? Do you think we should have stayed there and continued to fight? Then that would be a, a stunning reversal no, for no, you. Thank you very much for changing the subject. But no, no. I'm just asking if you you changed your mind about the war. I gather you you now support the Vietnam War and wish we had stayed. Joe, you are impossible to talk to. I am sorry. Changing. This subject in the middle of a. Of you brought a up Vietnam, Than. I didn't change the subject. You brought it up. I'm just asking your opinion of something. Do you, did you ever take a class in discussion? Oh, my gosh. Argumentation? You All don't right. do this to people. You so I, have, I have a college degree in discussion, Than. I don't think they offer courses right. in discussion. I, I realize that that college you went to is still in session with. But, but anyway, uh, my point was when Gerald Ford ordered us out and we were run out of the country by the Vietnamese, we, the Republic, uh, the Democrats didn't all attack Ford. I know I didn't. I know I never heard Ford being terribly attacked for what he did. And you people think there's an easy way to lose a war. I think we should never think that it's easy to be the loser in a war because that makes you think you can start them and win when you can't. Well, you do recall that we got our we got many, many Vietnamese out of there before we pulled out. You do recall that, don't you? I do. I do. As opposed to the way Mr. Biden has handled the situation in Afghanistan where he pulled the troops out before he pulled the people out. Well, listen, I don't have the inside knowledge about that. And since you must have been sitting in on the meetings, you know how they're doing it. Actually, Man, it's been reported on every news network, even CNN and MSNBC. No, you need to get away, brother. You have brother. inside knowledge from Fox. <laughs> I watched CNN and MSNBC are reporting the same things. They've been harder on the president no, than Fox has. No, Anyway. Well, now, wait a minute. I'm talking about Democrats and Republicans, not the news. The news is not necessarily accurate. For instance, uh, I heard you saying that uh, uh, Biden said that it's going to be an easy removal. Well, of course he said that. You have to you have to realize that he knew what was going to happen and tried to do. And all of this military helpers and independent citizen helpers were trying to get him to do or help him to do the right thing. And it's, when you lose a war, you lose a war, Joe. There's, you then he didn't, out. he never never warned us that the chaos was going to happen until after it occurred. Then I he did. suddenly said it couldn't. Is that what you would do? You would go in knowing there's going to be chaos, and you're going to say before you even go in, there's going to be chaos. No, what you're going to do. You're going to lie, just like President Biden did. 
you're going to have to mislead because oh, you're misleading. It's not a lie. It's misleading. Okay. If Trump did it, it would have been a lie, wouldn't it? No, it would have been misleading oh, okay. the Taliban. <laughs> it would have been misleading the Taliban to then turn around and do what had to be done. I, you know, I can't talk for Biden. You can't either. And what you forget is back when we got chased out of Vietnam because we shouldn't have been there, the Republicans, I mean, uh, the Republicans brought us out. The Democrats didn't attack Ford and everything that he did. Do you remember they the Democrats have... raising the, the, the anti-war Democrats demanded we remove ourselves from Vietnam immediately, that we declare victory and get out was their exact wording. I am. A, I was on that side, Joe, but that's not what happened. We <laughs> waited there until we got chased out, lost the war. I have a friend who is a Vietnam vet who wears a T-shirt on a regular, on, on most occasions, that says something about Vietnam. One of them says, oh, really? Vietnam, theater of war, second place. And that's not the kind of thing the United States should have to be saying. All right, we got you, Than. Thank you so much. We really appreciate your excellent point of view and for standing up for the President of the United States. So Always wrong, but never uncertain. No, but I think Than is 100% <laughs> right. There's a lot to be said about this, and uh, uh, one side has definitely been represented lately. Thank you, Than. Thank Thanks, you for Than. checking Take in. Care. All right, stand by, Mike. We'll take more comers, though. 1 800 795 9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Rob Center is fabulous, sir, than could ever be possible. So we appreciate his help and hard work. I do what I can to irritate him, but nonetheless, he presses on. He does a super-duper-duper-duper job, so we appreciate that. One of our texters has a message for Than. Than, the troops didn't lose the war in Afghanistan or Vietnam. The politicians did. That includes the top echelon of the U.S. Pentagon. I'm not sure Than would disagree with that. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Mike from Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Good morning, men. Morning. My my goal was to talk about uh, Afghanistan, but first I want to revisit uh, Vietnam. And and I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I kind of stopped caring caring a lot about Vietnam uh, when they ended the draft. that, that That was what was important to me as a young potential future voter. But in any case, uh, I, I believe it was Stan that said that, uh, you know, he came up with the, well, what about Ford? You know, I keep hearing everybody say, well, what about Trump? Well, we finally heard about what about Ford here. And I thought that gave me a little bit of a smile. But it's my understanding that the reason why 
uh, Vietnam ultimately turned out like it was was because the Democrats in Congress, and I'm not fingering Democrats, I'm just stating what's commonly uh, understood to be the truth, that the Democrats just uh, controlled Congress and cut off funding to the war, and that's essentially why it was forced to come to a conclusion. So if you want to get into pointing fingers, I think you could probably point it at the uh, Democrats in Congress for the way uh, Vietnam turned out at the end. Now, as far as Afghanistan is concerned, and then I want to roll it into what your, one of your previous callers, he rolled the uh, debacle in uh, Afghanistan into the debacle that we're having on the southern border. Both of those things, in my mind, that are occurring uh, and the results that we're seeing are, are totally incompre incomprehensible, that they are occurring, and that more importantly that they're occurring is that so many people in this divided country are going to the mat to defend both of the policies and almost refuse to say anything is wrong with either of them. And, and, I, and I'm not just talking about people that don't pay attention. I'm talking about people that got into some of the most elite colleges that I know in this country at, at the times when they were extremely competitive, you know, based just on scores alone. I'm talking about school board members. I'm talking about uh, people that uh, are business owners that are affluent and smart. And, and they just will not. They, the only thing that they'll say about anything when it comes to the border and when it comes to Afghanistan is, well, Afghanistan was mishandled a little bit. And it's just, how can we as an American people accept what happened in Afghanistan? And I'm not just pointing fingers at Joe Biden. You have, Well, maybe you can point fingers at Joe Biden because he is the commander in chief of this country. But the bottom line is that they, they keep saying, what about Trump? Trump, this was Trump's plan. Well, Joe Biden took office when this plan was in place, and, and, and he had his people in there, and, and they were the ones that made the final decisions on how this was going to occur, and it ultimately lies with Joe Biden. So he's the one that should be taking the heat, and, and anyone that's basically willing to say, well, it was just me sandaled. Well, when when uh, when when uh, Harry Truman said the buck stops here, he meant it. The buck stopped here with him. When Joe Biden says it, it's always well, yeah, but there's 95 cents of that belongs to somebody else. And, and that's exactly what he said in his talk. He, he blamed everybody else, and then he says, "Oh, yeah, but the buck stops here." <laughs> it just doesn't stop completely there. <laughs> All right, we're second-guessing what the president has said and done. We'll continue that. Mike called back. You could get more time if you so chose. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. You're listening to On the Mark on News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury, 9 a.m. Good morning, everyone. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. Double to KOK's live telephone. Put talk. your shoes back on, will you? <laughs> oh, is it that bad? Sorry. I fresh, I have fresh socks and brand new sneakers. There's no malodor. Well, let me 
be the first to disabuse you of that notion. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> disabuse you. <laughs> I'm abused, Ari. All right. Welcome on board, everybody. It's WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. we got one call coming in, but we'll take more comers this hour. 1-800-795-9565 is the telephone number on the mark sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com or text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM at the beginning. And that uh, puts you on the radio here. So uh, we would very much uh, love to hear from uh, you today. We do have some very brief news headlines here. No injuries reported in a house fire last evening in the Sunbury area. Happened in Hamilton. Volunteers from Upper Augusta Township, Sunbury, Point Township, and Northumberland were on the scene for about two hours. Some of them were. America's Ambulance also responded there. No injuries. The home was uh, damaged. Route 890 between Sunbury and Treverton will be the scene of a microservice project along the nine-mile stretch starting today. Uh, PennDOT says they'll pave the entire length of Route 890 from Sunbury to Treverton, so watch for delays starting today. That'll take a couple months. District Magistrate Lori Hackenberg has scheduled a preliminary hearing for next week for a man charged with burglary, attempted rape, and indecent assault for the alleged attempted rape of a juvenile. Lawmen say 19-year-old Jay Auker of Mount Pleasant Mills broke into a home and tried to sexually assault the juvenile while she slept. The girl awoke and yelled, and the girl's father came to her aid, pulling Auker off of her. A bail set at $75,000. How to pay for PennDOT, roads, bridges, and state police, a big issue. Uh, one idea, not an ideal one, but an idea. Linda Schlegel-Culver, state representative, 108th District, Republican from Sunbury, says, is that user fee that would be per mile. So that would capture, you know, any vehicle this time that is fueled by gasoline. It would capture any hybrid vehicle. It would capture any electric vehicle who, by the way, aren't paying for any usage of our roads right now, whether they live here or whether they're coming in from another state. I know people are not crazy about that, but its intention is the gas tax isn't working because we have a lot of hybrid vehicles and we are getting a lot of electric vehicles. So we're obviously moving in that direction and the gas tax is not gonna be working. We get less every year. Linda Schlegel-Culver, you can hear her entire interview on the WKOK podcast page. Pennsylvania Capital Stars reporting Governor Tom Wolf has ordered Pennsylvania state employees to once again wear masks at work starting today. All state employees, vaccinated or not, has to wear a face covering while they're working indoors, according to the administration. And the governor also said Pennsylvania will do its part to welcome refugees from Afghanistan. The governor said on Twitter his administration is working uh, with federal and local partners to help settle refugees. With the American military withdrawing and the Taliban gaining control, tens of thousands of Afghan refugees uh, will be spread out around the world. And some are welcome in Pennsylvania, says the governor. The FDA is warning people don't listen to Tucker Carlson or Sean Hannity and do not take horse medicines. What? Quote, you are not a horse, unquote. So says the FDA, who had to post a warning Saturday telling everyone not to take Invermectin, a drug that treats parasites in horses and cows to treat COVID-19. The federal agency stepped in after Hannity and Tucker both promoted taking that self-medicating with the Invermectin and ending up in the hospital. The medicine from the FDA loud and clear. Seriously, do not heed conservative commentators that tell you on Facebook or live TV to take a particular horse medicine. There was a funny line from one of the, if I can find it here real quick, a funny line from somebody 
everybody who was involved in this. Mississippi State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs said in a press release earlier this week, you wouldn't get your chemotherapy at a feed store. You wouldn't treat your pneumonia with your animal's medication. Well, what it, kind of idiots would do that or follow that advice? Well, and, and Tucker Carlson, I didn't hear Hannity, but Tucker just simply said that it works. He didn't tell people to take it. It says well, it helps. The implication treat it. would be if it works. How does it? How does a warming medica- medication? A, a horse dewormer? <laughs> yeah, a horse dewormer help COVID? I don't know. I'm just telling you what he said. <laughs> but he said it does work. So I saw a doctor Fox this morning said she still had occasionally has to tell patients not to drink bleach. Oh well, <laughs> come on now. All right. Uh, Maybe if you took the horse dewormer with a glass of bleach, that would solve all your problems. You know, the President uh, Trump mishandled COVID. We know that. Uh, that's pretty much why he lost the well, election. He certainly gave some idiotic things. But do you think that was the pivot point for people, the bleach <laughs> remark? No, not really. Okay. I mean, he, he they misinterpreted it. The the left decided that they wanted to make a bigger deal out of okay. it than he was. So that was He was it. speculating. He was talking about why right, can't we it. have something that would do this. I don't know that he I saw He wasn't advocating it. drinking bleach. <laughs> I don't know that I saw it live, but I certainly <laughs> saw it plenty of times afterward. All right. One of our listeners sent us a note that actually yeah. relates to this. Tom says Fox News is now touting, and they're not touting it. Not Tom, the Fox, not Fox Network. Fox I mean, News is a news a network. Uh, Hannity and Tucker Carlson. Programs. Right, they're uh, A drug for COVID that is used to deworm cows and horses. It's the hot ticket in the South. Just thought I'd put that out there for Stan, Al, and the Central PA rednecks that are not vaccinated. Yeah, Mississippi. I guess it's uh, become quite an outbreak of overdoses from uh, this horse worming medicine. All right. Well, I guess the good thing is you wouldn't have any worms. But, you know, and the strangest thing is Mississippi has the lowest vaccination rate in the country. So people but... will stick worm medication <laughs> down their throats, but they won't get a shot. I, I think you'll fold it into food and take it that way is the way that you do it. Well, you know how the horse gets it, don't you? You don't want to do that. And my father once sold veterinary supplies, so yes, I do know how the horse gets it delivered. <laughs> Joseph, you're on the mark. Thank you so much for waiting through a, a tiny bit of uh, Monday morning frivolity there. Yes, I say. Uh, yes, I'm really surprised at Than. Uh, I always thought that he was a man that was up on the times of what, what time we're living in and what era we're living in because he goes back to President Ford and saying that the Republic, or excuse me, the Democrats didn't uh, criticize President Ford for pulling out of Vietnam and the, the debacle there. Well, that that is true. But Than, dear Than, don't you realize that that was a different era than we're living in now? Because well, we're living in an era when the uh, Speaker of the House can stand up behind the President of the United States addressing the nation and rip up his speech before the world. Uh, that was unheard of. That was that was the most disgraceful thing I ever saw. But and that, that never he was, happened back then. That Joseph, wouldn't have happened back then. Joseph, you know he was done speaking. Back then. <laughs> Joseph, he was done with the speech. That's what happened. No, I don't care if he... It was when he was addressing the nation. Before the nation and the world, he was given his address, and she, she tore it up, or, be it afterward or whatever, it was still live on TV. Well, who, <laughs> that, that doesn't was. matter. Well, Joseph, who was the Republican that yelled to President Obama during the State of the Union, you lie? What was his name? I thought he yelled liar. <laughs> okay, yeah, something well, like that. They, they, they all lie. Don't lie. misunderstand. But another thing, back in the era uh, then, President Obama, in his first term, said marriage is between a man and a woman. That was another era. Then in his second term, ah, my daughter Saja has friends that are lesbians, 
and that's okay now. And so we're moving on now. Transgenders, okay. Uh, Homosexuality is okay. Marriage between a man and a man, a woman and a woman. That's all okay today in this era. So as Dr. Uh, so as Dr. Soika said here, this country just keeps getting better and better. Oh yes, we're we're moving on. This progressive move is wonderful, isn't it? And, and you, you're seeing the fruits of you're seeing the fruits of it. When you sow to the wind, you're going to reap the whirlwind, and that's what's happening in this nation. And they better get get ready for it, even worse to come. It's going to get worse before it gets better. It only get better when the Savior comes back and establishes His kingdom in this world. Then there'll be a rod, a rule with a rod of iron. Okie dokie. The rapture. Okay, that's soon coming. So uh, look up, lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. If you're a born again believer and washed in the blood of Yeshua Messiah. Okie dokie. Thank you. All right, we got you, Joseph. Oh, we didn't cut him no, off. No, we didn't he cut him up. off. He hung up on us. <laughs> I had a question about the rapture, so we'll have to wait on that one. All right, 1-800-7... I hear you, you're a scoffer. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yes, I am. All right, 1-800-795-9565 if you'd like to weigh in on the topic. Afghanistan has dominated this. Uh, one of our good listeners, Than, did uh, not defend uh, President Biden, but said, you know, things unfortunately no, devolve out of control at times, and this is what happens, and said that uh, Vietnam was the same thing, uh, that uh, things devolved much faster than anybody could handle. And our good caller just now said uh, that uh, decorum is gone. Uh, Nancy Pelosi tearing of President Trump's speech, and of course that uh, Republican congressman who yelled, you lie, in the middle of President Obama's. That would ne- that In the past, that was always unheard of, that you would have that kind of a show of decorum. We talked about Fox News uh, not promoting a medicine, but Tucker Carlson and um, Sean Hannity and saying that this uh, deworming medicine is actually a good treatment. Did they treatment. both say that? I mean, I didn't. He- I don't watch. I didn't hear programs. Sean, but uh, Tucker said it works. I don't think he specifically said, "Look, I want you to try it" or anything. But he did say that it is well, successful. First of all, what dose are you going to give yourself? <laughs> Joe, come on. I mean, we have you ever men. seen? You know, I, my father. I said my father know. once sold veterinary supplies. I've seen the size of horse pills. <laughs> I don't think you're going to want to take that kind of a pill. <laughs> well, uh, I, uh, Plus, in fact, I know they came with a tube to blow them down the horse's throat or wherever else they needed to go. Well, I was lucky enough when I was in college to deal a little bit uh, coverage of the equestrian team that existed at Penn State. And so I spent a little bit of time at the barn covering them. And when they showed me the gloves that you wear in order to pill a horse, and this was not going in the front end. No, I watch Dr. Paul, unfortunately, on weekends. My wife makes me watch The glove it. goes all the way up past your chest and has a little shield for your face, and I thought, oh my gosh. So anyway, yeah, moving on. Yeah, that's good. I don't know how this pill's supposed to be, but whatever it is, it's, you know, it's apparently being abused. So that's, uh, we hope we get that message out about the are horse there, Are there medicine. stories of, uh, you know, bad outcomes? comes as the result of this? I don't believe so. I think it's just, it's the same thing they did with the bleach, is they found, a, you know, a slight increase in the number of calls to poison centers after this rumor got started, and uh, same as it was, you know, like when President Trump, uh, jokingly, as you pointed out, laughed, like, can you not ingest or He was inject. talking out loud, right, which right, a right. president should never do. He was just thinking well, out loud. He got no breaks, so. Uh, and anyway, all the way back to Afghanistan, yeah, we can finish the
that conversation. If you would like to weigh in on that topic, we can uh, wrap up the horse deworming medication discussing, <laughs> discussion and uh, anything else you'd like well, to talk about. We can about. talk about the Pledge of Allegiance being white nationalism and racist. All right. We'll talk about that when we come back. Joe has another good clipping from either CNN, MSNBC, or Fox, where he scours every day looking for good information for us to discuss on air. It sounds like he's got a goodie, so we'll talk about that when we come back. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right. Thank you so much, Rob Center. Being fabulous is your job, and uh, we appreciate that. 1 800 795 How appropriate. Earth, wind, and fire in September. Almost September. <laughs> <laughs> and that's apropos because? Because it's almost September. And their song is called? September. All right. There we go. All right. Only Joe would know that. No, no. Um, Other people know it as well. I'm sure Rob knew it when he put it up. One of our listeners said, OTM, shame, 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 still spreading the bleach lies, shameful. We weren't spreading it. We didn't say he said it. We were actually defending him, that he didn't, that he was talking out loud or thinking out loud. And he, he, you know, not an unreasonable idea. Wouldn't it be great if we had something that could do X, Y, or Z? That's basically what he was saying. But people just took it as always telling you to drink Clorox. Well, and the president didn't actually mention bleach. Here's the quote. And then I see the disinfectant, where it knocks it out in one minute. And is there a way we can do something that that way by injection inside or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets in the lungs and it does a tremendous number of things on the lungs. So it would be interesting to check that so that you're going to have to use medical doctors with. But it sounds interesting to me. So we'll see. But the whole concept of the light, the way it kills in one minute, that's pretty powerful. So he actually never mentions bleach. He mentions disinfectant. I'm not sure what he was talking to. Maybe earlier they had spoken about bleach because it was assumed he was talking about bleach. But uh, he says, is is there a way we can do something that way, get an injection inside or almost a cleaning? But he was speculating. Right. So he was talking doctor. about something hypothetical that he'd like to have happen. 
But the left took it and said, oh, no, he's telling us to drink chloroform. Or he chlor- was. <laughs> he was telling us to drink bleach in order to get rid of the COVID. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah, this is an interesting story uh, out of Iowa. Iowa State Representative Carter Norman shared a voicemail message from an anonymous caller who condemned the Pledge of Allegiance as white nationalism. She blasted America's racist roots and suggested that blonde-haired, blue-eyed children have more rights in a profanity-laced tirade. Norman told Fox News that he called her back and she refused to discuss the subject with him further. The caller began her message by noting that Norman is, quote, the Iowa State representative who included language that requires all Iowa schools to lead the Pledge of Allegiance once a day in grades 1 through 12. Then she said, when did we start teaching white nationalism in schools? Because that's exactly what the F you're doing, sir, and you have absolutely no right to require something like that, the caller added. Our children aren't proud to be American. Maybe the white suburban kids in Adelaide are proud to be American because their rights are afforded to them every day, and they don't have to fight for them. But the rest of us who are women, the poor, the elderly, the minorities, we're not effing proud. What are we proud of? We're proud of our racist history. We're proud of our racist roots. Is that what we're proud of? We're proud of the fact that not all citizens of the United States are afforded the same rights and the same privileges as the blonde-haired, blue-eyed ones. That's a bunch of colonizer bull... You know what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the fact that you're... Did you almost read that? <laughs> yeah, I almost did. <laughs> that you're effing so. perpetuating that is disgusting. Yeah, what, what kind of people are these? Do you, do you buy into that? Well, uh, I could see why somebody would say it. I don't personally buy really? into it, but I could see why if you're raising up the flag and say that our great history is how we got here, you have to, of course, uh, do something you never do, and that's remember black history is part of this. I very slavery well is part black history in this country, right, only whether you it like, led, led like to, to admit that war. or not. Only because it led to your favorite war, but not because <laughs> it actually happened. And so therefore, I can go through Reconstruction. I can go through all the things that have happened to black people in this country, and they have been disgusting. And we have not lived up to our promise in its entirety, but we're still trying. We're not passing laws that now subjugate black people or people of color again. We're trying to enforce the ones that we have on the books to make it a more equitable society. <laughs> Except for onerous voter laws. Same thing. There you go again. again. Jim Crow on steroids. Thank you, President Obama. That, that's not what that is. In other words, we all have a vested interest in keeping our voting process safe. And it doesn't mean that black people are incapable of getting an ID. Ninety, I would say 98% of them have sufficient ID already, if not 100%. And I would suspect there are just as many poor white people or white people generally who don't have the same access to those things that the black people have. So, I mean, you know, to call it to call this country so racist that you wouldn't even say the Pledge of Allegiance. Why are you here? Is there Why are something you in, in the, this country? Is there something in the pledge? That, I told you I didn't agree with it, first of all. And secondly, is there something in the pledge that specifically recalls any sort of racial mention at all? Or is it just they're upset because of the nation's With liberty and justice history. for all. Do we have liberty and justice yeah, for all? Yeah, but it doesn't say we've achieved it. It says it's a goal. No, it says with liberty and justice for all. Okay. The implication oh, is that, we that it's We're not there. there yet. Okay, so we're not there so yet. I'm for some people, maybe we aren't there yet. But, you know, you look at the people from Afghanistan trying to get into this country. You know, why do they want to come to this racist scumbag of a country if that's the way it really is here? Well, because of this 
exact discussion that we're having, that we've identified something that needs work. Maybe it's us. Maybe it's the pledge. Maybe it's the whole country. Maybe it's justice. Maybe it's uh, some police. Maybe it's the fact that there's uh, still a racial discrimination in some of our institutions in the U.S. And we identify it, work on it, discuss it, talk about it, bring it up. Pledge that will work for justice for all would work in my mind. I just think the pledge, while it says it may imply that we have justice for all, we clearly don't yet, but we soon will. Well, we've got to get those words under God out of there, too. That's terrible. Well, that doesn't need... I, I think the founding fathers w- were primarily religious, were they not? They, somewhere, somewhere. They were deists. They okay. weren't all Christians. They so were they knew deists, there was though. a God. Right. Just not the same you as know, but stop we thinking about. I pledge today. allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. If you're not willing to pre- pledge allegiance to this country, why are you here? What country do you want to pledge allegiance to if you don't want to pledge well, allegiance to the United States of America? I think that caller's living up to the ideals of this nation. Really? Calling us, doing exactly what you do. Calling, not the cussing part, <laughs> but calling their local state representative and saying, look, this is a problem. This has to be addressed. This pledge is not ideal. We haven't lived up to just. We don't have Actually, justice for all yet. Actually, that's not what she said. She used a lot of foul words to uh-huh. describe the fact that the law was passed in the state of Iowa and I, I, that the Pledge of Allegiance be recited every right. day, K through 12. What's wrong with that? We start our council meetings off with the Pledge of Allegiance. Are we perpetuating racism by well, doing that? I rest my case. <laughs> Most places do. <laughs> Have you ever gone to an event that didn't start off uh, with, where there's a flag pl- present that didn't start off with the Pledge of Allegiance? Church? Well, um, church, maybe. Yes, um, I, I go to a lot of things where they don't do the pledge anymore, but I go to plenty of places where they do. So, yeah, the pledge is still pretty prominent around here. But I think what this caller who called this representative should do is say, you know, this is day one of our effort, at our doubled and tripled redoubling of efforts to make the pledge true. If you find something in our pledge that is untrue, the beauty of this nation is you can work to make it true. You know, you can't do that in other countries where you can say, hey, our pledge or our flag or our government isn't perfect. I'd like to protest. Well, a lot of places you can't do that, at least in the U.S., as Dr. Soika pointed out. I'll say it again. keeps getting better and well, better. She referred to the governor of the state as effing disgusting, and you have absolutely no right to require that public schools teach children to be U.S. nationalists. Blank you and this blanking legislation. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Well, so is that what we're teaching people to be nationalists by having some respect for the country that provides them everything? I mean, well, let's what's face a nationalist? It. Does a nationalist have to be white? Well, apparently they believe that that's the prerogative. That a you white can't nationalist be. would be, but everybody doesn't have to be. You know, it's a simple to me. It's a simple matter of of restating the faith that we have in the promise of our country. Are we perfect? No, we're not. Name me a country that is. Where is this perfect country that this woman would be happy to live in, where she would feel comfortable saying, I pledge allegiance to the United States of Guatemala or the United States of Pakistan? Where is she going to go that does more to try to deliver on the promise of freedom and equality than this country? Well, we have a long way to go till we're finished in the U.S., but at least we have. How long? 25 years. No, come on. I mean, I don't think we have that long to go. I think we we are certainly, in my lifetime, we have made astronomical progress down Mm -hmm. that path. I, I see it. I hope you do, too. I mean, I think we're trying to be a more equitable society. But to, to, to say that we have to advance one race by putting another one down, that's not American. 
It's not American to say, oh, you have white privilege, or you have green privilege, you have yellow privilege. Dr. Gary Soika from a, an appearance on WKOK's On the Mark four years ago. America has changed and changed and changed, and I think it changes for the better. We have proven our success, and we're going to get better yet. Uh, 25 years. Will be perfect. <laughs> I agree with Dr. Soika. We have. We've made right. tremendous strides, tremendous improvements, but I don't think we get anywhere by tearing the country down. If we're not willing to pledge allegiance to the United States of America, then I think we should go somewhere where we're comfortable pledging allegiance. Well, and it's a, who, who was the caller? Did they identify themselves? Oh, yeah. They, they, um, yeah, she left uh, her. Apparently, some, he found some way to get her number and called her back, and she wouldn't talk to him. But apparently, she represents some group that oh. is opposed to this legislation. It was a House bill. Uh, he said, I called her back and said I'd be willing to discuss the bill. She told me that she had said everything she wanted to tell me in her voicemail, and she hung up on me. Our conversation was all of 25 seconds. All right, 1-800-795-9565. we got some texts on this topic. Got a call coming in talking about the Pledge of Allegiance, and it does say, and justice for all, which... Liberty is, and justice. Liberty and justice for all, which we haven't achieved. I think that would be well, safe to, to say. to whom have we denied it? Just that, you know, you're saying we haven't achieved it. Who has been denied So you're it? saying all racism, all institutional no, racism no. is... With liberty and justice for all. Name me one case where we have taken away someone's liberty and denied them justice. I don't know. How about the thousands of people? we lynched in the South. Would they be people well, whose now liberties... now we're talking today. I'm willing to concede oh, that in the past... Today. Okay, well, you didn't say today. Well... Uh, today, will we talk about removing the opportunity for uh, people to vote if they don't have exactly all the kind there of There you go again. We, that's the only there thing you can think you of. Well, that's, voter, that's... Voter registration, that's a problem. Well, let me ask you this. We'll see how smart you are. Do you think that's the only form of discrimination that's left in the U.S.? No, there are some forms, but they're... Thank you. But now, are they systemic or are they people problems? My assertion is that they're problems with people who have bad attitudes that need to be corrected and adjusted. <laughs> I don't think we do that by, by condemning the entire society, the United States of America, and saying that it has failed people. Okay, we have racist. made every effort in the world to accommodate people, to make them feel welcome and loved in this country. You're not saying that we keep getting better and better. And how many you? people come to this country today and want to assimilate. You know, if you come here and say, okay, I want to go to the go. United States of America and I want to assimilate, I want to be an American. Or do you come here and you say, I want this country to adapt to me. I want it to adapt my culture, my thoughts, my feelings, and, and they should become prevalent. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five are raising some fairly interesting questions. I think, do we have liberty and justice for all today? And from whom are liberties and or justice and or maybe rights being taken away today? Who's being denied and how? Joe admits there are some folks, but who are they? You give us a call and help us identify who for whom does the Pledge of Allegiance not stand true. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Email us at on the market at WKOK.com. Text us at 70236. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Our texter button is busted, so I broke it right off the console. Oh, so we got no. it fixed. Sorry I can't read that. the text. So uh, don't text us. I know there were some pending right before I hit it too hard. Uh, 1-800-795-9565 is the open phone. We had one call coming in, but uh, please call back. 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarket.wkok.com. 
Our friend Doug says, I've heard many positive testimonies about uh, Invermectin helping people with COVID. The problem is that most doctors won't prescribe it because the FDA claims it's not a treatment, so people are getting it from animal supply stores and taking the dosage for the animals. I know people personally who have taken it after being very sick and were much better in a matter of days. The Amish community had been using this for the past year and a half, and it works great for some. The problem is that it's cheap and no money is to be made by Big Pharma. You may be saying that all along there have been treatments for COVID, but they've been silenced by the government and the media. Signed up. Wow. Sounds like marijuana all over again. Uh, I don't it's know, a drug but, that really know. works and makes people feel good. Well, first and guess of all, what? We have to make it illegal. So what Amish, what Amish scientist first decided to take a horse pill because he had a cold? Or had COVID. Mm, I don't know. Who knows? But uh, I mean, I can't. Imagine. And you're saying some animal medications are over the counter. Well, you can buy I'm, them. I'm saying, what would lead you to experiment? In other words, we have these vaccines that have proven safe, as far as I know. No one that I know of is seriously touting them as being death, def- de- you know, death warmed over. Well, Joe. But why would you? Why would you decide to start experimenting with animal medicines? <laughs> but see, that is the classic question for every substance known to man. Who was it that first said, hmm, that coffee tree, I'll bet if I roasted those beans, <laughs> beans put it in a strainer, put hot water through it, and Not added a little thing. bit of milk, Not it's going to taste thing. what? <laughs> not the what? same thing at all. It is exactly the same no, thing. No, it's not. I mean, it's like saying, all right, I have a headache today, so I think I'm going to put some Ajax in a glass <laughs> of water and drink it and see if that helps. <laughs> I would highly not recommend it. All right. I was just going to say I would and suggest don't it, do that. I better of it. <laughs> all right. It'll be the great pivot point of the uh, McGranahan administration. All right. Bob, you're on the mark. Thank you so much for calling in. Morning. <laughs> oh, you've been taking your intervectin. How's how do you feel today? I, I I ordered it, but I didn't get it yet. Okay. Hey, uh, I'm calling. Uh, Donald Trump was asked over the weekend whether he's going to run again for president, and he refused to answer the question. Do you know why? Well, probably because most politicians wait so they can have a big announcement later, and then you get no more because coverage. of all his funding he's getting now would have to go for that election. The money he's receiving now, he can right. spend however he wants. Oh, because That's he's not an announce. Uh, I don't know about that. I think if people send money to a re-elect Donald Trump or a Donald Trump campaign, that money has to be used for either his campaign or somebody that uh, President Trump designates. But what what does he have right now that's soliciting money? What is the name of that entity? Is oh there gosh, such the an entity? Republicans are raising money like crazy, but not specifically. No, but I'm saying that if Trump. it's a Donald Trump presidential campaign, I think Bob's right. But if it's something that says Donald Trump's pack for America... Oh, that's or yeah, something that like would that. be him to his to spend. But that would always be his to spend right. as he saw fit. And and even politicians who get out of office can use their fund for other purposes. So what's the difference? Right. Can he run again if he was twice impeached? He wasn't convicted, so right. yes, he, he has was, no. He was nothing. impeached. Yeah, that doesn't was, matter. It's whether you're convicted that no matters. Well, wait, he was convicted, but he was already out of office. No, he was not convicted. He was acquitted. He was both never. Times. He was impeached both times, but he was never convicted. And he's still under investigation. What? Well, so what? the only reason he would run again would so that they couldn't come after him. That would be the only reason for him to run again, other than take some power back 
and give the 1% all the tax breaks he can give them. Well, Bob, if he runs again in four years and they haven't come up with anything in the intervening four years to prove that he did anything wrong, then I'd say he has every right to run again if he wants to. Okay, and he was uh, booed over the weekend for telling people to get the vaccination. <laughs> well, he's probably one of his rallies. Yeah, he was at the wrong crowd. <laughs> Well, he's still doing the right thing. Whether you like him or not, he's doing the right thing with that. Well, and another caller last week said about masks being so gross, you know, with this and that getting in them. Well, you can wash them. You can dry them. You can spray them with Lysol. You can dip them in Clorox. (laughs) You can clean them. They can be reused. What can be reused? Masks. Masks. Oh, Oh, masks, sure. Okay. Yeah. And, um... The schools are coming back in session, so I want people to open up their eyes and look out for school buses and stop when the lights are flashing. All right. Fair enough. Sound advice. advice. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate the call. Have a good day. Take care, sir. Take care. 1-800-795-9565. Talked about the Pledge of Allegiance. So one individual in what state was that? Iowa. Iowa. Very unhappy that the uh, Pledge's promise of liberty and justice for all hasn't been achieved and left a profanity-laced remark on the answering machine. Over the fact that a piece of legislation had passed requiring that the Pledge of Allegiance be recited in schools every day. Now, do you have a problem with that? Oh, I like the pledge. I do, too. <laughs> I like to say to the, uh, I go to a lot of places where, as you pointed out, meetings and so on, where it's still recited. And if there's, and I do know that there are lots of words in the pledge that maybe we haven't lived up to fully yet, but that uh, the day is young, as you say. If there's something in that pledge we haven't done yet, we should do it. Well, we've, you know, like I said, when I grew up and went to high school, we read uh, the ple- recited the Pledge of Allegiance every day. We read 10 verses of the Bible and we recited the Lord's Prayer in a public school. I don't think it hurt anybody. Well, but nowadays we do know that there are a lot of people of other, a lot of other religions and uh, no religions, nuns, present. So why would you force them to read the well, Lord's Prayer? Well, I because would, I would certainly give them the opportunity to offer their prayer. I don't mind listening to somebody else's prayer. Do you? Chris, I hope you've been taking notes because uh, I need some assistance here badly. And plus, I'm wrong on a few things, I'm sure. Go right ahead. You? You? Ever wrong? <laughs> Not in my mind, but... I, I noticed that Joe has great glee in his voice when he's describing the... when he's talking about Biden and Afghanistan. No, Glee, I'm sorry for the guy. I think I'm he's in so way over his head. You laugh, you joke, you Sc- think you scoffs. have a good time. Joe's a scoffer. <laughs> it's very obvious, so don't bother denying it. Well, I, I will deny it. I don't scoff at the president. <laughs> well, you should listen to the tape, then. Okay, I will. You don't come out that way at all. But in any case... Joe's uh, a scoffer. Uh, first of all, about the pledge, define recite. Well, it's just we're saying it. You put your hand over your heart, you look at the flag, does and you say the Pledge of Allegiance. Does have to say it, or does somebody say it at the front of the class? Probably everybody at the front of the class. You can join in if you want or not. Well, I think probably everybody says it. I, you don't have no, to say it. No, no one's going to no, no, beat no. you over the head if you don't say it. Right, that's it. Well, if it's a law, you might. they might. Well, they can't force I mean. you to say it. That's, they can't that's force why you to I speak said it. Fine recite. No, it is a law that it is to be recited. It doesn't say who is going to recite it. I don't know. Maybe it could be one person it, doing it. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what I that's what I'm curious about because that affects what what I feel about it to some extent. The law. 
So if somebody it's recites, kind of vague on that point. Well, where would you disagree with it? Well, first of all, they can't compel students to say it because that's already been decided by the Supreme Court many times. Right. I'll agree with you on that. So if they're part of, if you interpret it so that it means the students have to say it, then if that's what they are trying to do or if that's what they meant, then it's wrong. Well, here it is. It says, the Iowa State... I know what it said. You read it already. Right. Included language that requires all Iowa schools to lead the Pledge of Allegiance once a day in grades 1 through 12. Yeah. Which is surprising because that's been the law in many, almost every state I've lived in to start with. That Iowa didn't have that before? Were they not saying this, the Pledge of Allegiance at all in schools? I don't I'd know. I'd be curious about that, too. Okay, well, that's a good so point. So that seems kind of weird. So uh, the whole thing, it seems kind of weird. And, of course, uh, the Pledge of Allegiance does nothing to make uh, atheists or agnostics feel welcome because of what Eisenhower did. All right, so you, you think acknowledging under God is a problem? You could just not omit that from your recitation. Yeah, and if you think it is a problem, you could add it and not have it in the official recital, too, couldn't you? Well, not if everybody else was not saying it. You couldn't add it in. You'd have to have... Sure you could. You could add it in your head. Okay. But it's a bad thing to uh, promote uh, religion in school, don't you think? Is that promoting a religion or a deity? Uh, That's not a religion. Uh, religion. It's reporting a deity, supporting a deity, but not everybody believes in a deity. So why make them say it? Well, apparently, not everybody believes in the United States of America. So why make them say the pledge at all? You can't. That's why. That's uh, that's already been decided by the Supreme Court. Well, then they're not being adversely. Are we going Im- around and no? They're not being adver- what? They're not being adversely impacted. They don't have to say it anyway. You're saying they, they're no, offended oh, if they oh, hear oh, it. Oh, oh, no, no, no! You don't get away with that. You're ascending to saying if they no, you even don't get hear away it. With that, no. Well, yes, no. I am getting away with it because that's no, what you because said. Because first of all, you're you're forcing it on them. And How am I forcing it on? I'm forcing them to hear they it. They don't believe in a deity. So, and in other it words, would be apparent perhaps in class, if even they walk, in a mass recital. If they walk past a church on a Sunday morning and hear somebody praying, should the church be forced to shut up because they no, heard something they, they didn't uh, like? They, they, that, that's not being. You're compelled to be in school, Joe. It's by the government. That's different. You are, but you're not compelled to say the Pledge of Allegiance. And what if you hear facts in class you don't like? Should you be allowed to block them, too? Block them? Yeah, stop them. Who's Let's blocking teach you. anything? Well, you're, you want to take out uh, the words under God from the Pledge of Allegiance. You're saying it's making because somebody... Because they promote religion no. and deity for no, good, for no educational purpose. Well, there's no. what is the educational purpose behind the Pledge as a whole? There's nothing informative in there. Right. It's merely a statement of your personal I willingness agree. to support the exactly. country. Exactly. So it should have a lower standard of what you should be uh, be, be having in it. A lower Relative standard. To school. How would you lower this standard? Your words, By not, not mine. By not making people listen to it. Okay, so let, how about that one? So I'm offended by something the history teacher said. I can tune them out too. That not if it's educational, not if it's something that's in the curriculum. But it's mandated. 
the schools are required to teach history. They're required to teach yeah. English. So the teacher says something I don't like, and I should be able to stop them from saying it? Well, no. Well, then why stop somebody from hearing two words you don't because like? Because it's religious, Joe. We it's not religious. It's going around in circles. It's expressing a deity. It is expressing a deity, correct. I don't believe in that deity. Well, all right, that's you, but the overwhelming majority of people do. So. Oh, so we're going to take a vote on who, and, and it's just a matter of uh, majority rules? Isn't that the way this country works? It's a republic, no, you know. No, it's a republic, it's a republic. And majorities don't rule, and that's part of the racial problem with the America. Uh, it's a republic, and the majority does rule. It's a democratic republic, Joe. No, it's a republic, period. It's a democratic republic, Joe. It's a republic, period. Who wins the presidency, Joe? Whoever wins the popular vote and the electoral college vote, or okay, the electoral so college vote. that's not democratic. Who wins the votes for senators in, uh, in states, Joe? The person with the that's, highest vote total. That's democratic, then. But they don't. The, How about the representatives, Joe? But the loser doesn't get anything. There's no second prize. No, nothing guaranteed to the loser, right? There's only right. one winner in an election with two people in it, and one yeah, wins, one loses. Democracy. No, that's a republic. <laughs> Look it up, Joe. That's you're 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 mixing your definitions. Up. No, I'm not. You are. No, a republic is when you elect certain sections elect the people. And uh, in a in a way that doesn't ter- to guarantee the the whole vote. Huh? The the the, 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 the final vote totals do not reflect the necessary winner. That's they a do re- in in the Democrats in 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 the in the, in the House. I think but you that's need what to- makes it. A, a re- yeah, it's a republic. But you need it's to a look Democratic up. republic because of the how Democrat how how the, the representatives. Right. I got to stop you guys. Elected. It's a republic. <laughs> look it up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> look it. Look up the definition of democratic republic, and you will find the United States listed. Thank period. you so much, Chris. Now about Afghanistan. No, 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 no we're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. I'll ask you one question. Okay. Go ahead. What troops? Did Biden withdraw and when? He announced the withdrawal of troops. He added a thousand back, but it was already down to twenty five hundred when he took office. And you're here to tell us there was no troop drawdown prior to this debacle. I'm not sure. The most I can find is that he added a thousand back to make it uh, five thousand troops there. Okay. In August 14th, which means he, there were 2,500 to 3,000 there before that. So I'm trying to figure out when it went below what he had in office. And I haven't been able to find it on the Internet. Maybe you'll have better luck. All right. We got you. Thank you so okay. much, sir. Really appreciate the call. Thanks for calling in. And just out of curiosity, looking up uh, you know, what the United States is, the United States is a representative republic. This means that our government is elected Brother. by citizens. Here, citizens vote for their government officials. These officials represent the citizens' ideas and concerns in government. We invite that you is to, a republic. We invite you to do what I've done. Go to the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned business on 4th Street in Sunbury and Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. That's where the Kia dealership is. And find out more about them at 
at sunburymotors.com. I've been to the quick lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury many times. I get pumped up with nitrogen there. I get my alignment there. I get my body work done there. Just bought a new truck there. So we do. Oh, you did. You finally pulled the plug. I told you. Well, you said you were going to, but the last time I talked. You pulled the trigger. I pulled the trigger, whatever. Well, if you're in a bathtub, you pull the plug. All right. But, yeah, that's where I'm going to go get pumped up with nitrogen. And uh, throughout the year, they invite you to just go there from time to time to get your vehicle. They probably all had a stroke over there when you came in and actually put money down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I went there at 7 p.m. right before they closed and said, okay, I'll take that one. Anyway, the quick lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury is open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday, 6.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. Do as I've done. Let's go to sunburymotors.com. Check out their inventory. They still have, uh, they got a new, they got one, sold it, and now they got another one, one of the yellow Ford Rangers. That they look like so much fun to drive around in. Uh, but uh, they have uh, the, uh, what is it, the Hyundai Palisade. They got the Hyundai Veloster. They got the F-150. They got the F-250. You name it, they got some of these new vehicles down there. And uh, they would love to make you a happy shopper. Sunbury Motor Company, do as I've done. Start at sunburymotors.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, I'm going to stop the button. Sorry there. Sorry, <laughs> Rob's just shaking his head. Uh, Cindy, you're on the mark. we got a minute. Good morning. First, I want to point out that over the weekend, uh, President Biden gave a conference, a speech, in which he said that we uh, lacked the capacity to, I mean, that we had the capacity to rescue people out of um, Kabul. And then half an hour later, his Secretary of Defense said we had no such capacity to do that. So this begs the question, why wasn't the press then screaming liar? If this had been President Trump, they would have been screaming liar, liar. In fact, it's almost like that word has dropped out of their vocabulary. And they, Time and again, there's a conflict between what Biden says and the truth that Biden says in reality, Biden says, and other people say. In all those cases, they would have screamed liar, liar at President Trump, and yet not once. And they would have been saying that the Biden administration is in chaos, or the Trump administration is in chaos. Well, maybe because Joe Biden is cognitively declining, and he's just misstating the truth. I don't think he's deliberately lying. And I think the other probably, ridiculous boy. thing I heard over the weekend was commentators on CNN saying that we should occupy Afghanistan indefinitely, pointing to Japan, Korea, Germany as examples of how we've done this in other parts of the country. That's a There's bad a idea. prescription for a disaster. Thank you, Cindy. Yes. Thank you, Have Cindy. A good one. Very glad to hear from you. All, all early tomorrow. Yep. Thank you, everybody, for checking in today. This is WDK, OK Sunbury.